Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. Well, hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. It's that time. It's that moment. And I call this week's episode, I have to check, Creating the Future You That You'll Be Grateful, grateful For. Creating the future you that you'll be grateful for. I have had quite the December so far. And last week, no, probably three or four days ago, had an occurrence with my nail lady who comes to my house to do my nails. By the way, Christmas nails, everybody who's live. (laughs) And that's where this topic came from. I... I am realizing so much that the future that I'm living today, the me that I am today is so much a product of what I chose years ago. And I'm choosing a lot of things today that are creating the future that I'll have years from now. And I know it's Christmas in real time. It's the holidays. A lot of us are like out and handling family and spending and shopping and all that. But in my world, it's just another day. And having moved to Panama, it's like eternal summer. So you guys are gonna get a chance to kind of take a glimpse into what I'm handling. And so I wanna tell you a few stories, but the topic that I want to introduce to you is what could you choose today to begin instituting the future you? that you'll be grateful for. Now you may need to come back and listen to this episode January 1st, I understand. But let's dive into that today. Um, Three days ago, my nail lady showed up at my house. It's so cool here. They have so many different services that just come to your house and, and take care of you. And they're very low cost. So she comes over about every two weeks and does my nails. And most weeks, when she comes, she's pretty upbeat. You know, she's traveled from wherever she's traveled and she's pretty, you know, we don't speak the same language, but we have that nice vibe between us and we're like picking designs and choosing things. This week she was a little bit late, which was okay. And when she came, I was doing my makeup. And so when we exchanged greetings, when she came in, I was kind of distracted. But when I turned around and I looked at her, I could tell that something was not was off. So I sat down with her and I put my hand on her arm and I said, like really how are you and she didn't even look up and and the tears started just bubbling out of her eyes and she opened her phone and she started showing me some pictures and she had a huge bruise over her eye and some hair had been ripped out from the back of her head and that's when I could see that as she was crying the makeup was coming off and it this had just happened and so the best I could I patched together a conversation about when this has happened and, you know, trying to get some more information through this translation device. But what rose up in me was this like desire to like swoop in and, you know, kill somebody, handle things, take care of her. And I think that's another episode because there is this whole gift of not helping, literally sitting on your hands and only asking what it can contribute. That's an excellent conversation. 
when I got that, I could contribute more. So when Andres came home, I told him what had happened and I asked him if he could please, you know, talk with her and find out more. And so of course she told him the whole story, tears running down her face. And, um, and what I asked him to ask her was, is there anything that I could contribute? Now, the reason I'm telling you that for this part of the conversation is that I'm at a really different place in my life now than I've ever been before. For most of my life, I think I'm 46 this year, for most of my life, I've been in a position where I've needed assistance. Um, even probably up to about three years ago, right before I met Andres, I uh, was choosing like relationships that were going incredibly badly. And there was one in particular that actually turned almost violent, like just close enough that I actually packed my stuff up and moved out of the house at 2 a.m. in the morning and, and drove to closer to Atlanta and got an apartment there. And some of you kind of remember that time in my life. But that was that was only even about three years ago. And even then I needed a friend. I called a friend. But something got created at that time in my life. Um, I got myself into that apartment and it took me a few months. I was creating and, you know, still facilitating classes, but it shook me. And I realized then that if I was going to have something different with men, with relationships, with money, that I was going to have to start choosing something different. And of course, you never know where you're going to start with this. You just kind of know that you need something different. So that occurred. I got into the apartment. And then I started, I continued to sort of date. And then I had two more very intense, terrible experiences with men. And at that point, I made a demand that no matter what it took, no matter what it took, I was going to change 43 years of relationship history gone wrong into a totally different story. And with relationship stuff, I like started I realized that I was functioning foundationally. I was functioning foundationally from a place that was creating all this stuff showing up in my life with men. And I just was like, whatever this takes, whatever I have to look at, whatever I have to face, whatever I have to expose, whatever I have to handle, I am changing this forever because it had been thing after thing after thing. And it had been a series of situations that had gotten increasingly worse. And I was like, okay, I don't need to create anything worse. I don't need somebody to actually hit me for me to change this. This is changing now. So with relationship stuff, I really went after where I was functioning from. So for me, that was like reading and studying Salon de Femme. Um, like I read it out loud and recorded it. I read and read and recorded the clearings out of each chapter. I listened to each of the, all of those, like constantly I was facilitating that class. I was like, I have to change whatever this unconsciousness is that's creating dangerous people in my life right fucking now. And around that same time, I think cause I was just in that space of like finally turning around and handling things. I started to look at my finances realizing that I hadn't yet made the choices in my finances that were going to support me in the way that I actually needed to support me. And so it was, I was around that same time that I looked at my finances and I was like, okay, no matter what this takes, like I'm not doing epic hand to mouth anymore because I'd actually spent the year prior to that taking apart my life. Like I had driven down from Vancouver down into the States and I was like, just 
bopping around from like friend to friend and trying to find myself again and recreate myself from the the what turned out to be kind of an epic disaster in Vancouver. And I'd spent the whole last year like doing all that. And so money had gone down and it was kind of hard. And I was like trying, I was struggling. I was just doing a lot of struggle and got myself into this new apartment, started handling my relationship foundation, and then really started looking at my finances. And I was like, for me to never, ever wonder where money's coming from again, I have to make some really different choices. Like, and I didn't know what they were because I didn't know what they were. But I was like, this is changing now. I am having a different future from here forward. So anyway, some friend messaged me about this book that she just found, which is how it works. When you start to make a demand of yourself that future you is going to be different, the universe supports you. So somebody messaged me and they said they talked about this book, Profit First, that they were reading. And I was like, okay, I have to have that. So I bought it. And as I got into this book, it, it started being very confronting because this whole book is, an, is very awesome. It's an invitation to start to look at what you've been creating. Okay, let's take an assessment of what you've been creating. And so I did that and I was like, nah. and what he gets you to look at is that basically entrepreneurs live hand to mouth and we kid ourselves about, you know, how much money needs to go where. And then we're always shocked by the tax bill. If we ever file our taxes, um, we never have money we never have money. That's basically the entrepreneur's reality. I had a little bit of a different reality in that I had a 10%, but he was like singing my song. So he proposes some systems to put in place to, to change that. And I looked at the systems he proposed and I realized how much it was going to ask of me if I was going to choose it. And I chose it. And what followed was probably two full months of like, opening more bank accounts, starting spreadsheets, changing around how I was paying people, um, living very like only only handling revenue twice a month, which had was different from like every single day I was dipping into the pot, uh, which made some two week periods very low on cash. Like I really did it. I instituted it. And so every two weeks now I handle the revenue. We distribute the revenue to all these different accounts. And I, oh, and at that same time, chose to live on 30% of my revenue. So it was a huge change financially, huge. And it was about three years ago. But future me right now, now has money and has systems in place that I continue to grow that money constantly. I didn't have that before that moment. So future me is like super grateful for 2018 me making those choices. And future me now has a relationship that, yes, I've been talking a lot about, and yes, I've been dealing with a lot of stuff in regards to that, but is a tremendous gift to my life. Tremendous. Thank you, me of 2018, for changing where I was functioning from with relationships. Now, 2021 me is like spending all of December getting all my back taxes handled. <laughs> so if you guys are wondering where I am and what I'm creating, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm creating a different future right now, okay? It doesn't have to do with any classes. I'm actually handling six years with the U.S. and three years with, the, with Canada and heading into a new country and new year. But what I'm aware of as 2021 me, that if I don't actually take care of this now, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. And then 2025 me is going to have a not good situation on her hands. So I'm choosing now what's going to create a greater future for me 
indefinitely into the future. Now, I interrupted my story about my nail lady with all of that because three years ago, I was a person that still needed help. I was getting myself into situations where I could not handle it on my own. And I'm not talking about creating yourself into an island where you never need anybody. That's not what I'm talking about. But what I am talking about is moving from looking at where you're choosing to create your life from right now. Like some of you are creating your life from survival and going, is that a sustainable future? Is that actually going to sustain me into the future? If I continue to have survival as a point of view, is that going to create the future I want to have? And that's what, I mean, that literally was that whole four to six month period in my life from like November, 2017 to, <laughs> I only know dates because I've been in the taxes <laughs> from like May, 2018 was me looking at, wow, I've had survival as a point of view. And so because I've been creating from survival as a point of view, I'm constantly just surviving. I'm just surviving people. I'm just surviving myself. I'm just surviving the choices that I made. And if I continue to do that, that's what I end up having indefinitely. And somewhere in there, I read something Gary wrote, which was like, you've got to give up survival as a point of view. And I'd never considered that before. So I'm sitting in front of this beautiful lady who's doing my nails, who still has survival as a point of view and has all this life and all this willingness to have something different to the best of her ability. And so as Andres was translating for us, you know, I'm like, make sure that you ask her. I didn't want to help her because help is a superior point of view that I know better for you. And my idea for your life is better for you. That was not what I wanted to contribute to her life because I don't. And, and I didn't know, maybe she was going to go back to this guy and, you know, maybe getting beat up works for her. So I had to get really, really clear on that with him and her. And so, you know, I said, I, I told him very specifically, please ask her, is there anything I can contribute? So when we got down to it, she was, she, she wanted, she was choosing to move out. She wanted to have her own place with her girls. She has two girls. And the only thing that she really did need to be able to do that was a deposit. So right after she did my beautiful nails, she sat here and she was like, what's happening and finding a place. And um, for the next few hours, she found a place, she called them, she got it organized. And I was able to the next day send her with an envelope of money to get her into this place. And she sent me this text that day. And she said, thank you very, very much, my beautiful lady. Translated, of course. I am very happy because for you, I have fulfilled living alone with my daughters. From being on the street to having a beautiful Christmas with my daughters, you are an angel. I'm very grateful for you. Send a big kiss, a big hug, and thank you very much. I could not have done that three years ago. That's probably not true. For the amount of money that I gave her, I probably could have done it. But the thing that was so different this time is that this time I am now sitting on like piles of gold. 
like I have and have and have and have and have. And I, I think before I chose this, thought that creating myself into someone that has money was about some, something about the money. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain that. But having created myself into someone that has money, I can tell you that it's not even about the money. It's about your, it's about how you empower yourself to be the person that you want to create yourself as rather than the person that you have to be based on what you've chosen in the past. And I didn't know that I didn't know that that was possible. There's a lot of what you sort of wish and dream about or admire in other people that you very likely don't think is possible for you or don't know is possible for you. And you don't have any reference points for it. When I was making those choices with, you know, changing the foundation of where I was functioning from with relationships and changing money, I didn't have reference points for what was going to be on the other side of that. I'm in a place right now, actually, where I don't have reference points for what I'm choosing next. I'm handling all my back taxes right now, which is a big project. Um, I'm going to be making some really different choices in my business, which is going to be very uncomfortable because I'm moving from doing control and micromanaging into creating myself as useless, um, which is a whole other show. <laughs> so that's freaking me out. I don't have reference points for where we're going, but I can tell you, I can tell you some really key things that I'm aware of now, having created a different future and living that now, and choosing the things now that are creating a different future for me three and five years from now. Um, some of the key things. If there's an area of your life that you're constantly doing difficulty in, that's an area where you haven't yet turned around and faced it and really looked at what you're creating as a future there, okay? Now, this isn't for you to make yourself wrong because if you do that, you're actually gonna miss the point of the whole exercise. But, you, but it would really could work for you to look at it. I was doing a lot of difficulty with relationships and I was doing a lot of difficulty with money. And actually those two things are very inextricably linked anyway, so very funny. Um, even, even five months ago when I was doing all those shows on, I'm having a hard time, I'm having a hard time in the relationship with the relationship, what's changed it is me recognizing I was doing, having a hard time in the relationship and I just stopped doing it. That's what's changed it. So, so look at the areas of your life where you're doing difficulty. Look at the choices that you're making to create that difficulty and ask yourself if those choices that you're making are sustainable if they, those choices that you're making are creating a sustainable future. Sustainable future is not going to happen to you. It doesn't happen to you. And the crazy thing about us as humanoids is that we are so goddamn capable of handling things and surviving and thinking on our feet and making quick choices. And most of us have been through 
World War III as our life, that we have these insane abilities to survive, like to cope, to thrive in any circumstance, to always pull the rabbit out of the hat, to you know, be able to go from homeless to this, to that, to this. We're incredibly capable. And that is the power of our creative ability doing all that. Like that's, that's how powerful we are. But what I started to recognize is I, if I continued to use my power to live like that, I was always going to get myself into a situation where I needed somebody else's resources or foresight. I would need to depend on someone else's choices to support my unwillingness to look at what would create a sustainable future for me. And even though the universe has always had my back, I have so many stories of people that have rushed in and given me the exact thing that I needed to get me to the next thing. Fuck yeah. I wanted to be that for me. I wanted to be that for me. And what I saw with this lady sitting in front of me is like, she wants to be that for her. She's been coming to do my nails for probably, um, I don't know, since we got here, August. So I don't know, four months. And in our broken way with our translator, you know, she's learned about me that I, I run my own business. I generate the money. I live in this beautiful place. Like here in Panama, this place is like super high end. Um, the rent differential is, is really crazy here. So I do all this, you know, I created this. And you could see as she was like discovering that about me, the admiration in her world of like, you have your own money and you take care of yourself. And, you know, for a girl from Dominican Republic who had kids and she was probably 19, um, you know, that's something. And um, so, so the other day when she was sitting here, all of that's running through my world, you know? And I'm so <laughs> bad about wanting more for people than they want for themselves, you know? And I'm so willing to contribute anything, you know? So I had to like sit on my hands and just go, okay, just only contribute what she wants, only contribute what she wants. But, you know, as, it, as we got through the conversation and it became clear that what I could contribute and, and that that would create, she could receive it. Cause I was asking myself, can she receive this? And, um, all of that was yes. I got, wow, you know, now I'm the person that can be that for other people as they're finding their legs and finding their wings and finding their way. And um, I don't know if I've ever felt so rewarded by a choice before. And that was the reward that I was missing out on when I was not being the guy for myself. I was being just enough of the guy that I wasn't homeless. And I know some of you've been homeless, so I'm not saying that's even, that's just, for me, that was the kind of the bottom of the barrel, but some of you have even done that. <laughs> I was being just enough of the guy, but I wasn't fully embraced. I wasn't really looking at the future. I wasn't looking at what I could have as a future until I did. And then when I did, it became very clear what I needed to choose to change it. You have that invitation just by having a body in every moment. And 
you know, pivotally, we're heading into a new year, so great excuse. But what if you really looked at what you're choosing with money, what you're choosing with your life, with where you're living, where you're working, what you're doing for money, all that stuff. I mean, the world is dynamically changing. There's so many possibilities available. And really look at what do I need to institute today to have a sustainable, generative future? If I were going to be the source of that for me and not depend on anybody else or the future angels that will need to be in place if I'm going to keep living the way that I do, right? What would I need to choose today to put that in place? To be the guy that others have been willing to be for me. I'll tell you one last story about this. So I'm so grateful today. So when I was... um, Forgive me. So in um, 2013, I was married for the second time and really, really, really struggling. We, I had agreed for us to move up to, into a small town in Ontario, and I still know some of the people from there, and I adore them. Um, but I'd agreed to this thing, and I had never had such a hard time. I was, he was thriving and I was dying. Um, I was making no money. I was working three jobs. I, he was just, he was just thriving. He had a community and people. And I was like hating my work, hating my life, hating my jobs. And I didn't know how to change it because I had agreed to go up there to support him. And I really cared about that, but I couldn't, without the tools, didn't have the questions or anything to ask myself, you know, how do we create this in a way that works for both of us? So I was just trying to cope and while he was thriving. So anyway, so that was creating this incredible strain. And around that time, I started to ask the universe. I found a book. I I stumbled into a bookstore and I found a book that talked about uh, finding your tribe. I don't know what it was about that book. I don't know where it is today, but she talks about tribe and she's like, you know, there's different kinds of people in your tribe and there's people that you are needed by, and then there's people that you need, and then there's kind of the mentor type, and they're the, I forget. But one of the things I got from that was that when I looked around my tribe, is I was only one kind of person in my world. It was only the people that needed me. That was all I had, people that needed me for my wisdom and whatever. And I didn't have anybody in my world for me. Like, So I started asking the universe for something different. Well, very long story short, I was working at a garden center for $14 an hour. (laughs) When I look at how far I've come, it's crazy. And I'd asked the universe for this. And anyway, so doing my job one day and I'm like shoveling grass seed into a bag. Jesus, that was brutal. And then in walked two older ladies whatever. I don't think anything. They order some grass seed. I'm shoveling in grass seed. And, uh, and then they want some stones out in the yard. So we walk out into the yard and I start getting into a conversation with one of the ladies. She's, um, bright and intelligent. And, um, I didn't know how old she was. She's probably in her seventies. And we just started, you know, just having this incredibly intelligent, cool conversation. And this tribe thing was really fresh in my world. And so I, uh, 
whatever, we're ch chatting, chatting, chatting. I'm walking with her to the till to check her out. And it occurs to me to do something that I've never done before. And so I'm bringing her up and I was like, I turned around to her and looked at her and I was like, do you want to have coffee sometime? Because I was sitting there bringing her up and I'm like, how do you ask out a person that you want to be friends with who's like 30 years older than you? Like, this is just awkward on all levels. There's no elegant way to do this. <laughs> I finally just let it blurt because what I needed in my life was something different. So I said, do you want to have coffee sometimes? And she looked straight at me dead in the eye and she said, no, I don't do coffee. No, I didn't know what to do. And I was like, oh, okay. And then finished her, you know, transaction and sent her out the door. She came back the next day with a manila envelope full of stuff. We had gotten into a conversation the day before about my mother and wheat belly. And I was, do I was into nutrition at the time. My mom had fibromyalgia. She had fibromyalgia. We'd gotten into this conversation. The next day she came by, she had a book for me. She printed out like six different articles on some stuff that we were talking about. And she had a note card with her name and her email address. And she said to me, handed me the envelope. And she's like, I don't do coffee, but I do do email. And we started an email friendship that has stayed with me to today. That person was Maxine Hurley. She was pivotal in being that energy for me and contributing to me when I was leaving my marriage. I didn't have anybody else. She was there. She supported me through that. And she was one of the pivotal people that enabled me to become a certified facilitator. Today, I can be her. Without her resources, without who she was, without the foresight that she had chosen way back in her life, I would not be here today. And now I can be that person for myself and for whoever else I choose to be that for. So look back in your life. Look at who you're grateful for. Look at who's been a part of getting you here, what they were able to contribute to you, what you could create yourself as that might be a greater gift to both you and anybody else who comes across your path. The coolest thing about undefining yourself with these access consciousness tools is that now you get to create you. You don't have to live by the past anymore. The past isn't real. Every single day we pock and pot it, we clear it. Um, now you get to create you. You get to. To me, what occurred three days ago was one of the biggest gifts that I've received in a long time. It's gifted me on so many different levels. And what I am choosing moving forward is those choices that will continue to institute a greater and greater future so that I can be that more, choose that more, have that more be a greater gift to me and to whoever I come in contact with. I had a lot of support to get me here. And now I get to be it. And what do you want to create yourself as? What do you want to choose and create now that the future you will be so grateful for? So thank you guys.
Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing this. If you want a gift to your life now, infinitebeingschool.com is like my favorite thing I've ever created and it's free for you. So you can go there. And how does it get better than this? We'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Mm -hmm.